Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, October 31st, 2022. I'm Mike Cachopoli. Okay, we're starting a new week. We're starting a new week. This is the, the last full week before Election Day. It's hard to believe it's here already. It's hard to believe it's here already, but we are now eight days, eight short days away from Election Day. You know, I always I always assumed that Election Day was the first Tuesday of November, right? Isn't that the, isn't it the first Tuesday of November? Like it's often the second, third, fourth meeting will be the first Tuesday of November. But the first Tuesday of November is the first. So why is Election Day the eighth? Why is Election Day the second Tuesday of November? Well, because I believe the way this works in this crazy, wacky country we live in is Election Day, I believe, is the first Tuesday of November unless the first Tuesday is the first. <laughs> then it can't be the first. <laughs> then it's got to be the second Tuesday. So basically, Election Day can be between, I believe, November 2nd and the 8th. I believe that's the way it works. So this year, it is the second Tuesday of the month, the 8th. And we get, you know, it's like we need an extra week. It's like these campaigns aren't long enough. You know, we need to do this the way they do it in other countries, where it's like 30 days, right? You get a month. That's it. 30 days and go. These campaigns are so long. And now this year, it's actually like a week longer than usual. All the money, all the money. I mean, these campaigns, with only a week to go, these campaigns are still bringing in hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, which is, which is seven days to spend the money. What do you do with that money in seven days? I mean, it's absolutely insane, this country. We really need, we do need, and we'll talk about this some other time, but we need election overhaul. We can't, we have to end this. We have to end this this habit we're in, these endless election cycles. And I know because I ran for Congress and I ran for Congress in Arizona in 2006. It was a 15-month campaign. I had to run. And, and the lesser known you are, the earlier you have to start. So I had to do 15 months to get my name out there. And to raise money, 15 months is insanity. A campaign should not be that long. But a lot of campaigns are long, even a good year, even if you're known quantity, it's often a year, a solid year. It's too much. It's too long. It's too much of a money-making scheme. It's a, it's a, it's a money-making scheme for corporations. That's what it is. And, and we have to, at some point, end that. But anyway, it is what it is. And Election Day is next Tuesday. And it's getting closer and closer. And the races are getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And the Democrats, because as usual, they have nothing they can talk of when it comes to real issues. They can't talk about the economy. They can't talk about inflation. They can't talk about crime. They can't talk about immigration. They desperately grasp for anything they can do as a, uses a smokescreen, like, like January 6th, right? January 6th is a useful smokescreen for them. It says don't elect Republicans because if you elect Republicans – We'll get more January 6th, which doesn't even make logical sense because the Democrats are saying that the reason why January 6th happened is because Trump lost that. This is not like Detroit or Philadelphia or cities like that where they're going to or Toronto where they're going to riot when their team wins. According to the Democrats, they did that because their guy lost. So how does electing them cause more of that to happen? That actually makes no logical sense. But the Democrats don't never don't ever make logical sense. I just want people to think of Republicans as scumbags, right? That's what the whole January 6th thing is for. Republicans are just scummy. Don't vote for them. That's it. So, of course, that has worn itself out. That has worn itself out. So they're trying to grasp on 
to anything they can, like, you know, like sending Obama back out there. How embarrassing is it that they have to send the former the, the former Democratic president out there because the current one is so feeble and so hated by everybody that he's toxic to 95 percent of the campaigns. He's toxic to only the only the only places he's not toxic are places where people are desperate. You know what I'm saying? They're so desperate for anything that they say, what the fuck? We might as well. But if there's any chance of a Democrat really winning, they don't want him around. They don't want him around. So he's only going to make it worse for them. So they're going to Obama. Now, someone pointed out yesterday that that's also idiotic because Obama was only good at getting himself elected twice. Obama was spectacular at getting himself elected twice, but he couldn't get any other Democrat elected. Democrats lost everything in Obama's eight years. They lost they lost governors. They lost state They lost state legislatures. They lost school boards. They lost everything. The Democrats lost Congress. Democrats did horribly under Obama. I forgot what the number was, like thousands of seats they lost in his eight years because he was no good at getting other people. He was toxic to other Democrats, but he was great at getting himself elected twice. And that was it. So this Obama thing is probably going to backfire on the middle as well. So they're desperate. They have nothing to grasp onto. So what do they do? They grasp on to a story of a guy breaking in to Nancy Pelosi's house. Now, forget the, uh, the forget the idea that how forget the suspect forget the 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 oddities around the timing, let's say. The suspect timing of this happening, it happened last Friday, right? So 11 days, it happened 11 days before an election in which Democrats expect to get destroyed, right? So the timing is even suspect. Forget about the reality of it, if it really happened, what happened, just the timing of the whole thing. Let's just assume what the media is telling us, which I don't, it's 100% accurate. The timing is still suspect that this happens 11 days before an election in which the Democrats are looking to get destroyed and Nancy Pelosi will most definitely lose her gavel. Okay, so even the timing is incredibly suspect. And I said this before, and over the weekend, I've gone back and forth on Twitter with people I like, like John Ziegler and others, who don't believe my theory that Pelosi is gay or bi or needs companionship at his age, whatever it may be, with a younger male. They don't buy it for many reasons. I believe most of them are, are, are silly reasons that don't make any sense, but they don't buy it. But yet many people still buy that there's something not right with this, with this whole situation. Something is off. Something or many things are off. It's just that people like Ziegler don't buy my particular theory. It's a theory, by the way. By the way, we could find out exactly what happened if they would release camera footage. So what I'm doing is a count a countdown. Remember how they did the 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 the, the COVID count of deaths and all that bullshit? I'm gonna do a real countdown of the amount of days that pass by where we don't get the surveillance footage outside Nancy Pelosi's house. And we know she has cameras outside and I'm sure inside. I'm sure she has cameras outside for security purposes and inside to see what Paul's doing when she's not there. So there are obviously, there are obviously cameras all over the place. Where is this avail? Any look, if I say something like, I don't think the guy broke in. I think uh, someone else did that to make it look like a break in or Paul Pelosi did it either from the inside or outside to make it look like a break in. All this speculation can be ended with the fucking surveillance footage. Where is the surveillance footage of her fortress? her compound, the Speaker of the House, the second in line to be President of the United States. 
Where is the surveillance footage? Like I said, I live in a building here in San Francisco. I am not a celebrity. I'm worth about $85, maybe a little bit more. I have security. No one can get into my apartment, and I'm telling you no one can. No one can get into this building without having to sign in and go through security, and there are cameras all over the place that record it. Me, Mike Cachopoli, you're fucking telling me, not definitely you, but you know what I'm saying, you was in the collective, that Nancy Pelosi doesn't have 85,000 security cameras, and now we have Brooke Jenkins, the DA, saying there was no security there, not cameras, there was no security people there. You've got to be shitting me. You've got to be shitting me. Brooke Jenkins has to be shitting me, or someone's lying to Brooke Jenkins. Harmie Dillon, the local lawyer, who I'm sure many of you have seen on Fox, she lives in here. She said she went to Pelosi's place simply to serve Paul papers. Lawyers, well-dressed, middle of the day, to serve Paul. They had papers in their hand, not a manifesto, not a hammer. They weren't naked. They had papers in their hand, and they could not get through the many layers of security. They could not get anywhere near that entrance you saw broken into. You cannot tell me that this guy ran naked miles from Berkeley or Casho, wherever the fuck he ran from to Pacific Heights. The guy actually had to come from somewhere. He doesn't have the money. He doesn't live in Pacific Heights. There's also rooms he's homeless. So this guy's running through the streets of Pacific Heights, a very, very wealthy neighborhood. You ever see the movie Pacific Heights? If you're not from San Francisco, it's a very wealthy neighborhood. Probably camera, not just cameras everywhere. People, you know when you go, when you walk down the street at night and lights go on, right? whether in the suburbs or in a city, these lights go on above garages. You can walk down a, a dark street at night and about 10 lights will go on as you pass residences and garages. So we're talking about Pacific Heights, the wealthiest neighborhood. So this guy who was either naked or in his underwear with a hammer, or whatever, running through the streets of San Francisco, two in the morning through the wealthiest area can then do that. No one calls the police and then break into her compound with all those security cameras and all these systems of security, that that window, you're telling me that when a window breaks in Nancy Pelosi's house, the police don't show up in five seconds? They don't have like a life alert, whatever the fuck they call it, security, where you break it and then all of a sudden it, it, it alerts the police immediately? Are you kidding me? People, n- none of this makes sense. None of it makes sense, okay? So the fact that none of it makes sense makes people like me come up with theories. Once again, show me, this is day four going on day five of no video surveillance. Show me the video surveillance. Just show me the guy in his underwear breaking in. Show me Paul, David, Paul, David DePape, the poppy, hammering that window. I want to see it. Let me see it. And then I'll say that happened. Let me see. There has to be. That's a big, you, you've seen on TV. It's a huge glass window, Right. Uh, three or four panels of glass. It looks like a living room it looks into. You're telling me there aren't cameras situated right outside that glass that can be broken into? So there have to be high-tech cameras. It's got to be really good cameras, not fuzzy shit. It's got to be really good cameras that will show this guy, this 42-year-old guy, breaking in with a hammer. Let me see it. Where is it? If you are Nancy Pelosi or Paul Pelosi or the kids or the family or the, uh, the police, why don't you do, do you want theories to come? Do you want theories that Paul's gay and getting some on the side to be out there? That this is all fake, that it's a false flag or whatever you might call it? No. If that really happened to me, I'd say, look, look, look the camera, look. Where is it? Where is the surveillance footage? And why hasn't the media asked that? The media hasn't asked that because they don't want to ask it. Because you know why you don't ask questions in life? Because you're afraid of answers, right? Don't ask, don't tell. They don't want to ask that. 
They don't want to. Show me. I'm from Missouri. Show me the footage of this guy breaking in, and then I'll say that guy broke in. Until I see the footage, I'm going to say it's bullshit. I'm going to say it's bullshit. Because there's no reason to not show that footage. There's zero... Oh, I'll get you in one second. They, 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 there's no reason to not show that footage immediately. What is, is that? Is this something... We, they told us this guy broke in. So is this top secret stuff? We can't see it? Why can't we see it? Why can't we see it? So there's that whole thing. That whole thing of going on day five now of not only no video footage, but no one even asking about it. No one. I haven't heard one person in the media. Has anyone out there heard one fucking person in the media say, can we see the video surveillance footage of her heavily guarded compound of the second in line to be president of the United States? Her place is almost as well guarded, almost as well guarded as the White House. Understand that. Almost as well guarded as the White House. This guy gets in and five days and there's no video surveillance. So just that alone makes me believe the whole thing is bullshit. Once again, the fact that I think is bullshit is their fault, not mine, because they've lied. The politicians have lied. The Pelosi's have lied. The mainstream media has lied. The DNC on me has lied for three years. So it's their fault. I don't believe it. It's called the boy that cried wolf, that even if it's real, I don't believe it anymore. There's a reason it's called the boy that's cried wolf theory, because they've cried wolf five million fucking times in the last three years. So why should I believe them? Give me a reason to believe them. And now five days in and there's no video surveillance footage of a compound of a multi-fucking millionaire. So there's that. Then there's that call to the police, which you can find, by the way, online now. Sebastian Gorka posted it. It's where Paul calls 911 and says his name is David and he's a friend. And the 911 dispatcher is heard on that video, if I'll find it if I can, saying, he says there's someone in his house, his name is David, he's a friend, and this caller sounds confused. So why would Paul Pelosi sound confused? All right, he wasn't hit in the head yet, by the way, that was at the end, supposedly. So he wasn't hit in the head. The guy evidently told him his name. Does, does that, is that what happens when someone breaks in and wants to kill you and your wife? He tells you his name, he does chit-chat? I'm going to guess if a guy that broke into my place and wants to hurt me and or my wife, if I say, what's your name? He's going to say, go fuck yourself. That he's getting me in the head with a hammer. Is he going to say, oh, my name is David. Hello. How are you? So he, somehow he got his name, supposedly, right? If he didn't know, if he didn't know him, then my theory is he knew him. That's how he knew his name. But let's say he didn't know him. Somehow he got his name. So there's this idle chit chat. And then he says he's a friend. Why is he saying he's a friend? Now, the media would let you have you believe that is code. <clears throat> code for what? How did he get into the bathroom? Supposedly the guy let him go to the bathroom? So the guy who breaks in who wants to kill him and Nancy tells him his name and says, go take a bathroom break before I hit you in the head? What the fuck? No one is challenging this? Am I missing something? And then he goes in the bathroom and supposedly that's where he calls 911, right? Now, this guy, David, had to be smart enough to know he was probably going to make a phone call when he went to the bathroom. But somehow he let him go to the bathroom. So if he let him go to the bathroom, he probably assumed he was going to make a phone call. So there's Paul in the bathroom making this phone call. Now, what is the talking in code? The talking in code is his name is David and he's a friend. That's not code. Code is, 
Uh, I'd like to order two hamburgers immediately. Two hamburgers. I need them right now. It's an emergency. No ketchup. There's plenty of ketchup here. Uh-huh. That's code. Not his name is David and he's a friend. What kind of code is that? The guy's name is David. So if David's listening on this, he knows he's calling 911. His name is David. He's talking about the guy that's in there with the hammer in his underwear, supposedly. It makes no fucking sense. Is anyone questioning this nonsense? Now, remember, the only people who said he was talking in code was the media. Pope, how did Paul Pelosi say he was talking in code? Isn't he fucking knocked out with his skull fractured, getting operated on? So the police, the, the, the media is, is, is assuming he was talking in code. But that, that makes no sense. That's not code. Code is when the person who's there, you don't want the person that's there to know you're calling 911. If the person there is named David, and I'm on the phone with someone, I'm saying the guy's name is David. He fucking knows I'm calling 911. How is that code saying the guy's name? That's like saying there's an intruder here. That's not code. <clears throat> We've seen people talking in code before from 911 calls. And they make it like they call it, they're like ordering food. But they're talking to a 911 operator. And when someone calls and says something like that, the 911 operator is smart enough to say, okay, and ask certain questions that aren't going to give them away. But his name is David. When that's his name, it's not fucking code. What code are they talking about? And how did he know his name? And why did he say he's a friend? And why was he confused? Was he drinking again? That's very possible. We know Paul. We know there are certain facts we know about Paul Pelosi. He's a drunk. He drives drunk. He's a lush. He's an alcoholic. That we know. We know that. that that's, the only, that's the only facts we know about Paul Pelosi. Oof, I'll get you. I'll get you. I promise. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I'll get what you have to say. Um, but uh, what I don't understand also is this idea <clears throat> that an 82-year-old guy, this is, the, this is the argument I get from people when I say it was either he had vitamin, he was a male escort. Oh, there's more to this. The guy was supposedly, now remember, the left-wing media, right off the bat, wanted to make him a crazy Trumper, wanted to kill all Republicans because Republicans make people do these things, right? That was the, right away, they came up with that. I don't know where they, they came up with this out of nowhere. Someone created some fake websites to make him look like a right-winger when we know certain facts about this guy. Hung out in the Castro. Not many right-wingers hang out in the Castro. A nudist. Not many right-wingers are nudists, let alone nudists and hang out in the Castro. Had something with, like, protesting nude, and he, he protested the idea we had to wear clothes. That doesn't sound like a conservative to me. Conservatives usually don't go around nude in the Castro protesting having to wear clothing in public. We know at his house there was a BLM sign and gay flags. So gay flags, BLM sign, nudist, Castro. It doesn't say Trumper to me. Does it say Trumper to you? Now, the guy might have been crazy, might have had wild ideas, but hardly a right winger. Is anyone in the media talking about any of this stuff, these contradictions to the original story that this guy was in? See, that's what I'm saying. When they start making – so someone like John Ziegler and many other people say, okay, that's wrong. Okay, well, if that, that's wrong, everything can be wrong. If they're lying about that, they can be lying about everything. So if they're lying about that fact, if they made him a left-winger, if they made him a, a right-winger, he's actually a left-winger, why should I believe any other detail they tell me? Cause? Cause? So let's look at the let's look at the recent original stories, original narratives by the media. 
with recent events. Kyle Rittenhouse, what was the, what was the original media narrative about Kyle Rittenhouse? And what was the actual reality about Kyle Rittenhouse? What was the official media narrative for months about just Juicy Smollett? And what actually was the story around Juicy Smollett? How many people in the media bought that, especially the left-wing media? Uh, all of them. How many of them tried to make political points with it? Uh, all of them. Remember Juicy Smollett was supposedly attacked and by Trumpers yelling MAGA? Do you remember that? How many people in the left-wing media bought that and tried to de denounce Republicans for that? All of them? It just fucking happened, people. This wasn't 20 million years ago. How about the narrative about Sandman, the kid who was face to face with a Native American? How many in the left wing media made him a right winger and said all Republicans are scum? Look at this scummy 20 year old MAGA kid. How many made it about that? Uh, he's a millionaire now. OK, he's a multimillionaire now because they lied about that also. Uh, the vaccine. How many said the vaccine is going to stop the spread and get us back to normal? How many how many in the left wing media said the vaccine will end covid? All of them. They lie about everything. They're wrong about everything. So why should I believe them now? What makes this different that I need to believe this official narrative? When it happens 11 day before an election where Pelosi and her fucking cult cabal is going to get their asses handed to them. Why should I believe this? Why? So all these incredible inconsistencies, one after another, after another. And once again, the bottom line, where is the surveillance footage to put all of this to rest? Where is it? The only answer is there is surveillance footage. It doesn't show what they say it's supposed to show. That's the only answer I can come up with. And that's their fault because they haven't released it. So I can only assume it shows the opposite of what they're telling us. That will disprove a lot of what they're telling us. And therefore, they don't want to release it. Where is the cops' camera footage? Here in San Francisco, they have to wear cameras. They get suspended. They get thrown out. Where, where, where's the camera footage? And what is this, like a movie where the cops come in just as the event's happening? Just as the hammer's coming down, the cops come in? Who wrote, who wrote this, Aaron Sorkin? There are so many things that make absolutely zero sense. So many things. And once again, I can come up with any theory I want because they've lied so many times in the past. They've gotten the quote-unquote official narrative wrong so many times in the past that I have every right to come up with theories. They have to, at this point, they need to prove my theories wrong. They need to disprove my theories. And they could do that by showing the fucking video surveillance footage. Where is it? Don't they want to shut me up? Why don't they want to shut me up? Why don't they want to shut up all the people on Twitter, like Cat Turd and, and Kyle Becker and Sebastian Gorka? And Stephen Miller and all these other people on Twitter who are saying the exact same stuff I'm saying. Why don't they want to shut us up? Show us the video footage. They're not. I think that says it all. I think that certainly says their narrative is way off.
their narrative is way off. Now, no video surveillance footage would, would prove, probably, that it was a gay tryst. Now, when I say gay tryst, by the way, I'm talking about an 82-year-old man who's very lonely, who drinks a lot. Obviously, when you drink a lot, you're also depressed. That's clinically proven. You're depressed. Your wife is gone half the time, right? At least half the time. Um, you're lonely. So there's a lot of possibilities here. There's companionship. There is sexual. It could be a sexual element. It could be just a companionship element. It could be anything. It could be anything with a younger man. He doesn't have to be gay. He doesn't have to even be bisexual. It could have a sexual element or not have a sexual element. Have a companionship element to be. It could be anything. He's 82 years old. He lives alone half the time. He drinks all the time. He goes out and drinks and drives, which means he's got very deep problems, very deep issues. So it's not a stretch. That is not a stretch at all. And once again, at this point, I'm sorry, they need to disprove that. They need to disprove it because it makes much more sense, I think, than anything they're telling us about this. And and even the, even the smallest details now, it shows, just like we see during a shooting, right? They get all these details wrong early, where they call it the fog of war. They're all getting all these details. They're mixing it all. They say he was naked. Now they're saying he wasn't naked. It was a hammer, two hammers, one hammer. They're getting all this wrong. They, 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 they're mixing it all up. They're not making any sense. One day to the next, the story keeps changing. Now, isn't that what a detective usually looks for when someone's lying, if their stories don't match or their stories are constantly evolving, constantly changing, details don't make sense, details that are out of place? Isn't that what a detective, a good detective does? Where is the good detective? Is the FBI supposedly be, being called in? Is the FBI being called in actually to find out what happened? Or is the FBI being called in to fix it? You know what I mean by fixed it, right? Which one is it? Which one is it? And believe me, this is an argument I've had with, with people like John Ziegler. He, Paul Pelosi is 82 years old, okay? Because he, just because he's 82 years old and his friends may, may, not know, may not know that he may like the company of men doesn't make it not true, okay? A lot of men hide that. A lot of men are good at hiding it, and especially when you're a powerful man with a lot of money. Even if his friends might know that about him, they're his friends. They're not going to ruin his life. They're not going to ruin Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House's life. They're not going to tell anybody. So, it's, of course, it's very possible that you could be 82 years old and be on the DL. It's absolutely ignorant to think you can't be. Someone can't be 82 and be on the DL. It happens all the time. So... One more point that we find out today, Scott Weiner, the, the, the grotesque Scott Weiner, the out gay Scott Weiner, the most out gay politician in the world, knew knew of this guy. He said he knew of him. He said he used to hang out in the Castro doing nudist protests, protesting having to wear clothes. So there's that also. A lot of it doesn't add up. Ooh, if you want to get back in line, go ahead. I'll go to Vlad, then I'll go to Oof, anyone else who wants to uh, who wants to call in. Hey, Vlad, how's it going? Mike, good to hear you, man. I'm thinking, uh, Mike, that uh, the fudge-packing days of Paul Pelosi are coming to light, my man. The fudge-packing is coming to light. And so you, just... you don't think my theory is that outlandish, right? It's not outlandish. It's right about, it's right about there. He's a Democrat. Most Democrats are extremely liberal. 
it's when we progressive. They tend to be of the sexual type, usually. They're well, not he, drug And he used. lives in San Francisco, in a place where... Oh, my goodness. I mean, talk about to, the modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah. It's easy to find male sex workers if you, if Look, you want to. Look, gay, gay lovers, gay sex is like the easiest sex you could get. If you're into that sort of shit, you know? For me, Black, that's not for 82 me. years old. He's an alcoholic. He's depressed. He goes out and drinks and drives. His wife... Who we don't know the relationship. It could be. It could be exactly. a relationship. It could be a relationship of convenience, or like the Clintons, it could have become a relationship of convenience. Anyway, she's gone half the time, and she leaves him at home with his bottle. Okay. Yeah. So. And you know what? I don't. I don't blame him. I don't. I don't condemn him. I don't condone him. But at the same time, with a woman like Nancy Pelosi, who wouldn't hit the bottle? No, I'm not. Please understand <laughs> this. The guy has every right. To go hire, uh, to go hire sex or companion, whoever he wants, yeah. male or female, he has every right to do. It. I'm a libertarian. Let him do it every night if he wants. If he has the money, good right. for him. God bless him, as they say. But what he doesn't have the right to do, what the Pelosi's don't have the right to do, is to lie about this and throw some guy in exactly, and turn it into a try to mini version of January sixth. Ah, yes, turn it into a political thing. Absolutely, exactly. which, which by the way, Vlad happened immediately. It didn't take like a day. It didn't take like five hours. It happened yeah. immediately. Uh, they're sick. They're pretty sick, honestly. These Pelosi's are pretty sick, both. Well, in look, Congress for her and him in his bedroom with some unknown I, dude. I don't, have any symp- I don't have any sympathy for them. I'm not saying that. I have, no, I have no sympathy for them. Although, look, I do have sympathy for take the Pelosi name out of it, take the money out of it, take the estate out of it. I do have sympathy for an older man whose wife is gone half the time. That can't be easy. OK, an older man whose wife is gone half the time. He's got a drinking issue. It can't it can't be. It can't be easy. It can't be easy. And I would not blame him at all. And it's not outlandish you think. There are millions of people who there are millions of people who come under this category I'm talking about, these older people who are lonely. Maybe their wife has died, maybe they're gone half the time like Nancy Pelosi is, and they and they turn they 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 turn to uh, they turn to other people for companionship. Okay? Often younger people for companionship. There's nothing outlandish or crazy or wrong with it. Like I said, the wrong part is that they're not telling the truth about it, exactly. someone under the bus, and also trying to make it a political thing right before an election. You know, I, I would find it strange if in next June, Paul Pelosi finally goes down full drag in, in the middle of the gay parade in San Francisco. I would not people, find it. I would not find how, it strange. He's a Democrat. Yeah. how many people said, oh, that Melania Trump, Watch her, watch her divorce Trump as soon as they get. They had no problem talking about that dynamic, right? Exactly. That Melania doesn't want to live in the White House and she wants to live in New York and she doesn't like D.C. and she never wants them to run for president. His ego made him run for president. And watch what happened. She's going to dump him. Well, she didn't. But the left had no problem talking about that dynamic, right? But, but when, you, when you try to talk about the Pelosi's, you, you are called a right-wing extremist. Then all of a sudden, you don't have like a First Amendment right to talk about it. You can't talk. You can't criticize Nancy Pelosi or the Pelosi name. You can't. And once again, they. But this is because there's no. When it comes to the left, there is no freedom of speech. You cannot criticize the left. You simply can't criticize the left. It's it's not it's not allowed. 
It's not allowed. You can't. You and they've actually said this. They actually said this happened because people criticized Nancy Pelosi. They went after John Dennis, who's running against Nancy Pelosi. Vote for John Dennis if you're in San Francisco. Running against Nancy Pelosi. They went against him simply because he criticized Pelosi. He's running against her, and he criticized her, and he he made this happen. This is how insane these people are. This is how insane these people are and how much they hate the First Amendment. And they're always looking for a reason. Forget about looking for a reason to blame Republicans, to make them look violent. They're always looking for a reason to blame the First Amendment. They're always looking for a reason to make freedom of speech look wrong. Vlad, did you want to say something else? You went away. You went away. Did you want to say something? Okay. Oof. Okay. Oof. Vlad, everyone's coming on. All right. Let's go to Cheech, then we'll go to Oof. And Vlad, if you want to come back, you're, you can. You didn't talk very long. Okay, Cheech. Cheech. Yo, hey, Cheech. Mike, what's happening? Cheech, so you're a San Francisco guy, so you know. What's your opinion of this? Um, here's what I'm thinking right now. So, first off, all of this is fishy, right? It doesn't smell right. It doesn't add up. A lot of the points you made are, are valid points. But the thing is, San Francisco's full of guys like this uh, Pepe, whatever the hell his name is. There are a dime a dozen here. They're everywhere. Yes. They and are. it's not a stretch of the imagination to think that a guy like this would break into somebody's house and be in a, you know, a state of psychosis from being up on meth for five days or whatever. Like that's totally plausible. The thing that isn't plausible is that there is no footage available from right. security cameras. Right. Um, that, that his security, like that the third most powerful person in the country, because basically Nancy Pelosi is third in line. If something was to happen to the president and the vice president, she's she's the next in command, as far Correct. as I understand it. Yes. I don't, under, I don't understand how somebody that powerful would have their family that vulnerable in a city like San Francisco. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so, so there's obviously more to the story. Now, well, but, something. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Finish, your, finish your thought. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, another piece of news dropped today that's very relevant, in my opinion, uh, to the whole matter. And that's the, uh, the, the story that The Intercept dropped today um, about the Department of Homeland Security and their coziness with, the, uh, with big tech and how they were operating to control opinions and information. So if you think about this situation in its current state, we have a situation where a billionaire that doesn't toe the party line has taken over their main source of disinformation. If, 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 you know, that's what they always say about us. Oh, we're spreading disinformation. But the fact of the matter is they've been doing the same thing for the past three years, right? If not, well, a lot more than three years for the past, like 50 years. Um, so that's just recently come out. And they basically, what they did was they took um, the division of the Homeland Security that was involved in online operations concerning Al-Qaeda and ISIS and dealing with that kind of terrorism and their influence online. And, and because that work was winding down, they pivoted a lot of these guys to domestic terrorism. And so now they have to justify their existence, right? So they're sitting there and they're collaborating with Facebook and Twitter and, you know, uh, the rest of these big tech companies, YouTube on um, basically censoring information they don't like. And while they basically what they do is they say, hey, we're, <clears throat> we basically just give them suggestions on, on um, information that's out there and what they should do with it. But we don't tell them what to do. So, you know, it's like when the mafia comes by your store and says, hey, got a nice store here. You know, it'd be a shame if your windows got cracked. You know, it's, it's the same situation. Right. So I, I really feel like 
either way, if this was Paul Pelosi being a weirdo and he's got something on the down low, which is totally plausible in this town, especially right. um, not unheard of. Or if it was just this dude was spun out, uh, he went down a rabbit hole, conspiracy theory rabbit hole and decided to act on it because he's a druggie and a, and, and a weirdo. That's possible, too. But what's either way it goes down, you, I guarantee you the people in power want to seize that opportunity and spin it in a way that's going to reflect poorly on the Republicans because they're about to get their ass kicked next week. Right. Each teach. I, I when you say it's very possible that this guy could have been, you know, on crack, on meth and, and broke in. I would believe that if they didn't have the security that they have, you see, if this was if this was just Joe Blow's house, if this was like even if it was like London Breed, maybe the mayor, I say, yeah, it's very possible. It's not possible. It's not possible that this. So I do don't they, believe, yeah, but see, that's the thing. What kind of security detail did they have at that house? Were they that incompetent? If, no, I don't believe they were that incompetent. In fact, I don't believe it happened that way because where <laughs> look, once again, if this really happened to me and people were saying Mike's not Mike, Mike's Mike's you fucking around the side, it's not. I'd say, no, here's the guy here. Look, look, there's the guy. There it is. <laughs> yeah. why, yeah, yeah. why aren't they doing that? Right. Since well, because it's, Pelosi, I think since when does Nancy Pelosi allow pe- uh, like like people calling her, her her husband bisexual? She likes that. She wants that to continue. So shut us up, <laughs> Nancy. Shut me up. Shut me up, Nancy. Shut me up, please. Shut me up, Cheech. It's five days, man. It's five days now. Come on. Yeah, they're they're about to get swept. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. No, I'm saying it's five to... days since this happened, and there's not even oh, one. Oh, there's oh, not oh. even one fuzzy oh. video camera of a guy. Cheech, how many times on TV do we say video surveillance of, of regular thugs breaking things, right? All, all the time, every and, day. And when a crime happens within 24 hours, we usually see all the video footage. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. and this is like a bodega. A fucking bodega has a video well, camera no. they can show. Where it, is it, the video camera? Cheech, I'm not going to stop saying that until I see it. <laughs> I, I agree with you, 100%. I agree with you. I, you know, they, they have to put it out there. You know it's out there. But the thing is... The FBI's already showed up, right? Like the feds are already involved, so they're going to cover it up. They're going to something's going to happen to that footage, or they're going to doctor it. You know, something. You know, it's it's fishy. It's fishy as hell. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But if it did happen, it was just some crazy dude acting on some impulse. Uh, you know, they're still going to try and manipulate this incident to 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 work in their favor it's right, not gonna they work. still they still lied about the guy the guy is not a right winger in fact if the guy has any political leanings it's, it's extremely oh, no, no. not yeah extreme no but yeah but the argument is oh well he started reading about right wing stuff and he started going down a QAnon rabbit hole and that's what caused the problem that's what that's what they're trying to say oh so when he was in other words when he was a their, their theories when he was a lefty wacko he was peaceful <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then he became a righty wacko and he became violent. <laughs> right? It's okay to be a lefty wacko. Oh, geez. Right? Because, Come on, man. Right. Come on now. <laughs> that's great. I don't, I don't agree. Good. I'm just saying that's not a good thing. That's a spin job for the generations there. I love that one. That's great. Well, it's like you said. It's like you said. They've been lying about everything for the past few years, right? Like really blatantly in our faces. They've been gaslighting us. But now they're coming out and asking for forgiveness on all the mandates and all that bullshit that that, that author in the Atlantic was, uh, I mean, it's just like, you got, fuck these people. They can go to hell. They can wait burn minute, to hell. Wait a minute. You're in San Francisco, so you're watch. I don't know if you watch. I, I watch the news here. Sometimes I'm forced to watch the news here. 
and and all they're talking about is Elon Musk, how evil Elon Musk is for even for even insinuating that this didn't actually happen the way they're saying it happened. That's, that's their new thing now. That's their new thing. Yeah. That, oh, Elon, everything Elon Musk says now, they're going to say, you see, he's not fit to run Twitter. He's not fit to run. All Elon Musk said was, you know, there might be something that doesn't meet the eye here. That's all he said, Dan. That, Cheech, that's all he said. There might be something with this case that doesn't exactly pass the smell test. That's so all read- he had to say for the left to go insane. Have you read the Intercept article that was released today? No, no. I've, I've so do yourself, a, do yourself a favor and read that because th- him being in control of Twitter, Twitter was a main conduit of information control for these people. And you're going to you're going to realize just how bad it is once you read that article. And now Twitter it's, can't ban Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. So he he basically has he's going to have internal documents that are really going to expose a lot of that stuff. So this is a real situation here. And they're in a panic. They're in a panic. Oh, I, I want Elon so bad. I know he won't do this. I don't think he'll do this. I want him so bad to say what I'm saying, that Pelosi was getting something from the guy on the side. <laughs> you imagine just to, just as a sociological experiment to see how their brains explode. How, how the, how, you know, remember that movie Scanners where they shook? And yes, their yes, 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 yes. That's, that's what I want to see. I want to see their heads explode. <laughs> literally, not figuratively, literally. I mean, it, it, it's, this is going to be so much fun with this guy owning Twitter. It's going to be a lot of fun oh. just because the left is going apoplectic. Every time he says it, he can say, I had meatballs for dinner. And they go, meatballs, meat, the meat industry. Look how evil he is. They're insane. No, They're fucking insane. Wait, wait till after the elections and, there's, and the Republicans have more power. It's going to be off the charts. They're going to be flipping out. Because they won't have control of Twitter, Elon most likely will cooperate on that on that end if they want to investigate and find out just how how cozy the government was being with the with the with Twitter. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of it's going to come out. It's, well, and that's it's what they're be... afraid of all these internal documents. Yes. So he's already released a couple of them, by the way. But but <laughs> but but there are so many of these. He's going to find so much shit under the carpet, right? Yeah. It's going to be they, they don't they're afraid. They are very, very afraid of what he's going to find. And you and you put your finger on it. It's mostly going to be a lot of correspondence between, like I said, man, big government, big pharma, big tech. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of it. There's going mm-hmm. to be a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People have no idea. If they're not paying attention. No, we are. Yeah, we are. Exactly. Exactly. Cheech, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I'll <laughs> right. talk to you later. Uh, okay. All right. Uzer, how are you, man? How- <laughs> Long time no talk, brother. How What's are up? you? What have you been oh, doing? You, you know, been hanging around Paul Pelosi? What have you been doing? Man? Oh, God. Are you accusing me of being a homosexual now? I said, just, excuse me. I said, all I'm doing. The rich, I said hanging out with the rich guy. Don't, don't put words in my mouth. All I do is take bong rips and wait in Taco Bell drive throughs okay? I ain't no homosexual like whoever yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's, that's about as boring straight as you can get. And I think it also qualifies me to vote for her if she's up for re-election. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just take bong rips, live in San Francisco, and oh. vote blue no matter So this who. guy was taking bong hits. He was a, poor, he was a peaceful pothead. And then he started reading, quote-unquote, right-wing propaganda and became a violent felon at 42 years old. Okay. Might be me from the future. Who knows? That's ridiculous. It's Am I going to move to San Francisco in 10 years or something? Oh, don't do that. Maybe, maybe 10 years from now it'll be different. Who knows? But, you know, uh, you know, I, I want to you know, I, I make a movie 
and, and <laughs> the escape from New York was going to be escape from San Francisco. I think that oh. makes sense now. You know. Escape from the devil's lair. So what do you um, think? Do you, do you think my, my theory is so outlandish? Do you have your own theory? Well, I love your show, brother, because um, I put my ears out in a lot of different places. I listen to, you know, Alex Jones, even though you're not supposed to, you know, they put you in a Chinese jail. But here I am walking around in Texas. Um, But, you know, I listen to everybody um, from Alex Jones to even people on the left and the so-called left. And I love your show because it gets me thinking at the right time and it gets me Googling things that I normally wouldn't have. So... At first, when you started talking about this story, I was like, I wanted to say something very brave about, you know, the code of criminals and how they behave. But then you did mention that Paul Pelosi ended up calling the police. And um, when he called the police, that kind of dismantled everything I was thinking about up until that point about, you know, how criminals can't call them and whatnot, but that they did. Um so it got me thinking, is Nancy Pelosi up for re-election in five or six days? Because as someone in Texas, you know, that's what I think the story is meant to deflect about. You know, you said there's a very big event happening in a few days. So I tried Googling um, Nancy Pelosi's re-election date, like when her term is up and things like that. And it's very difficult to find out, Mike. I can read I can read English last time I checked, and it's taken me about three to four pages deep into Google just to find out when this old goddamn potbelly gob- vampire goblin is up for re-election. They're not saying it. Well, she's up for election every two years. It's, it's next week, like everyone else in Congress. Oh, you're, you know, you're, after... you're telling me that doesn't come up right away? Yeah. And, um, you know, after that little Michael Jackson incident, I Google and double Google everything that comes across my consciousness now. So, um, yeah, it's very difficult to find out if this lady is even on the ballot. But that's just me trying to find out from Texas. So I can absolutely oh, understand you know why, why you can't find out. Me. Not, you, you can't find out because it's not a real election. I mean, she, <laughs> she wouldn't Which, the I mean, she just she's she's just she's awarded the office every two years. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no real thinking going on here. Which brings me to my ultimate point um, and why I love your show so much. Um, It makes me think about, well, it makes me remember that, you know, my belief that these are all war criminals and they're committing psychological warfare on the general population. So I think what they're preparing all of us for is exactly what's going to happen in a few days in some districts. Um, they're oh, going to say there's no video surveillance. Um, even if you call the authorities, nothing's going to happen. This is priming, in my opinion, for what may be happening and what's going to happen in a few days. And that's my grand theory about it, because like you're saying, there's nothing wrong with um, calling a hooker, not paying them and then beating the hell out of you if you don't pay. But <laughs> well, and Nancy Pelosi, if she was worth anything, when she's not other than money, which is nothing, she's not worth anything morally. She would come out and say, look. The only thing that matters here is that my husband's going to be okay, right? She should say that's all that should be talked about, is that my husband's going to be fine, he's going to, he's going to survive, that's the most important thing. And I don't want to make a political thing out of my husband's tragedy. Has she said that once? That's a very good point. They're not behaving like human beings. Right. <laughs> Vampire pop belly goblins, in my opinion. Yeah, well, that's, that's just and, – and, and Biden <laughs> – oh, you're, now you're getting me on the – Biden comes out, this old fuck, and he says – the first thing he says about this is political. 
He's trying, and, and, you know, he, he says, I want to, we have to tone down the rhetoric, and then he tones it up himself by saying, this is all Republican, this is what happens when Republicans, this is what happens when Republicans spew hate. This is what happens when the other side spews hate. And then Obama with the same fucking thing. We have to tone down, we have to tone down the rhetoric. We got to tone down the rhetoric. And then he just tones, and he just tones it up by saying how bad the other side is. These people don't get it. Um, they don't get their ridiculous contradictions when they speak. I think, but that goes, I mean, I'm a hundred percent agreement with you, but instead of getting enraged, um, I decided to try to read some, no, no, please don't take this the wrong way. I'm just a nerd and I read a lot of books. So I tried to seek out like the source knowledge of what all this is. And in my humble opinion, brother, this is blatant dark psychology manipulation and we need to call spades spades and re recognize when people are gaslighting us when they're blatantly gaslighting us or straw manning whatever um literally device you want to use i might not be quoting like saying the correct one because again i take bong rips and wait in taco bell drive-thrus so please don't hold me see, see, I, I think i think we're developing your <laughs> we're developing your psychological profile now so we can call you a right-wing extremist you you take bong hits you go to taco bell and you read so i'm, I'm saying extreme right-wing violent mike Stop yeah. me. Somebody please stop me. Like, yeah. That's no. <laughs> a profile. But, you know, it's, it's just once again, and this is and I'll keep saying this and, and no one I've talked to, everyone I've talked to who doesn't agree with my theory or whatever it may be, they, they all say the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should have some. Of course, there should be video footage. Well, where is it? Where is the surveillance footage? Well, and why haven't, like I said, when a when a bodega. Is, is ripped off when they, when when someone steals two hundred dollars from the bodega. They have the video. They, you can see the guy. You can see you can see what color eyes the guy has who rips the place off within two hours of it happening. But this happens to Nancy Pelosi, the second in line to be president, of her husband, and there's no video surveillance. It's absurd, man. And, it's and absurd. that's that's the first thing I wanted to say before you um, brought to my light about the phone call to the police. Um, I wanted to say something. Uh, pretty bold and brazen um and i have to choose my words carefully but Is that no not at all oh. <laughs> um it's more about how um i say i take bong rips and i'm located in texas but brother i've been taking bong rips in texas since 2011 and weed's only been legal here for a couple months mm -hmm. so don't ask me how i know but one of the first things I wanted to say about why there's no surveillance and about weird phone calls to the police and how there's no coverage it's um how should I put this? It's like not all the surveillance in the world um and calling the cops isn't gonna save you unless you yourself are a hundred percent clean. Like if you're a criminal, that's not one of your options. You know, so No, it's not. It's not one of your options. But, <laughs> but this is the whole thing too. Okay, so there you know, as it's really amazing. The more I think about this situation, the more inconsistencies I come up with. Now, mm -hmm. you would think even if they got through all those levels, even if the guy got through all those, maybe the security guy was out jerking off in the back, right? That happens, right? You know, it happens in movies anyway. They're smoking and jerking off in the back and they don't see the person coming in. Maybe that happened. Maybe there's only one security guy <laughs> and he was jerking off in the back smoking 
two at two in the morning, nothing ever happens in this dumb neighborhood. It's such a boring neighborhood. Pacific Heights. I'm going to go jerk off and, and have a smoke. He does that, and the guy gets through. And he's, okay, but you would think as soon as that hammer or whatever he had hit that glass and shattered it, there'd be a home alarm system, right? Do, 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 do. There's no home alarm system. Nancy Pelosi doesn't have a home alarm system. The, the police, it doesn't go right away to the police when someone breaks into her house. Rule for right thee, not for me. It's it's absolutely absurd. It's You're absurd. surveilled, Mike. You ha- you the cops will show up to your house in ten seconds, but you know for them, only whenever they call, you know their private security is do police show up. Maybe maybe Nancy doesn't think her husband's important enough to have it turned on when she's not there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a very hard time putting myself in the shoes of an eighty-five-year-old. Bisexual. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. It's so easy to do that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not cultured enough. Sue me. I don't know. I, you, you take bong hits and go to Taco Bell. You sound like Beto O'Rourke. You forgot reading books. That's not what he does. He <laughs> commits like Beto, real estate. Isn't that corruption. Beto's thing? Bong hits and Taco Bell. Isn't that Beto? O'Rourke? And real estate corruption. <laughs> Love it's you, Mike. A, Keep up the great work. Thanks, Uber. Stay angry when anger is due. Of course. Thanks. I appreciate the call. But yeah, I, I am I am angry about this because once again, it's the left wing line feels like they always do. But it's also the more I talk about this, the more I laugh about it because it's absolutely so absurd. And it's incredibly absurd that one person would believe this. That one person would believe this. No one has even said, well, that ha- forget about getting past the, the, the security personnel that supposedly weren't there or taking a break masturbating in the back, smoking, whatever it may be. But then once the, once the glass is broken, there's no alarm. There are people with like cheap $500 jalopy cars. And when you go near them, when no heavy wind comes by, the alarm goes off. So Nancy Pelosi's compound doesn't have a, a, a very loud alarm system that goes off when the window's broken and the police don't get there immediately. It doesn't go right to the security center, the police, and they don't come within like two minutes. It's, it's the whole thing is so fucking stupid. The whole, and then they said something very weird too. That so the police showed up, but they said this is also inconsistent. Did the police show up because he called nine one one? Because some reports say the police showed up for a wellness check. Now a wellness check would be a random thing, right? They do wellness checks at two in the morning. What is a wellness check? Do they mean a perimeter check? Because I doubt they'd wake the fucking guy up at 2 in the morning to see how he was doing. It doesn't make any sense. So did the police show up because of the wellness check? Or did the police show up because of the 911 call? And what kind of wellness check is there at 2 in the morning? So it's all, see, all the details are so fucked up that you can't believe any of this stuff. Yet, here we are. This is the story, right? Forget about the details. This is the story we're supposed to believe. Naked guy or in underwear gets to the window, breaks it, goes in, confronts. Po- Wait a minute. Oh, and the best of it. And then he yells, very conveniently yells, where's Nancy? Now, remember, where's Nancy was the exact same phrase that the, nine, the, the January 6th protesters supposedly used. And actually, they did, because I saw some video footage of when they broke in. There were a few of them were screaming, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? So supposedly he used the exact same words. 
that the January 6th protests is something they've made such a big deal over, right? And the Democrats very conveniently, like that liar, that professional liar, the little the little munchkin, Jean-Pierre, she on the Sunday show yesterday, she says, Paul DePape used the exact same words as the Jan how convenient how convenient is it that he used the exact same words? And then Democrats right away came out and made the point that he used the exact same words. How convenient that is, that that'll happen within 48 hours. Very convenient there was, but who heard him say, where's Nancy? Only one person could have heard that, and that would be Paul Pelosi, right? So we'd have to believe that Paul Pelosi heard that, right? We'd have to believe that Paul Pelosi actually heard him say that, and we'd have to believe that Paul Pelosi isn't just using that, using that to score political points, or that someone else made it up, that Paul Pelosi never heard that, but he's the only one that could have heard that. All right. Now, the media could be making it up. Other Democrats, the spinmeisters could be making it up. But we know that Paul Pelosi is the only person who could have heard that. Do we believe him? And also, how was he in any shape to tell the police he said that? And, and okay, oh, thanks. I'm going to get back to you. because This is a new point. How would he? He was just bashed in the head, bad enough where he had to have surgery, not brain surgery, but to repair the skull fracture. Okay, that's the way I understand it. It was a skull fracture, not a brain thing. It was a skull fracture thing, and they repaired it, and they knew right away. That's another crazy thing. They knew right away he'd make a full recovery. I don't get that either. Usually it takes time for them to know that. But right away, like the same day, they said he's going to make a full recovery. Okay, whatever. But how is he in any shape? And would that be the first thing he would say? Nancy's not there. He's not worried about her. He knows she's in D.C. Does that make any sense? That he would actually say that, and that he'd be able to say that? In that condition, once again, how convenient that this guy said the exact same words the January 6th protesters used, and the Democrats immediately went on Sunday shows and said, look, he used the exact same words. The White House press secretary said it. Those evil Republicans. Hey, thanks for having no, me no on problem. again. Yeah. Um, I'm halfway through what I was waiting in the Taco Bell drive-thru for, and I'd like to get back to that. But I just wanted to say... Um, Two in the morning there, isn't it? <laughs> almost. Three yeah. minutes. Till... Yeah, yeah. It's almost two in the morning there. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> just doing my best out give here. Me, give me heartburn if I eat that at two in the morning. <laughs> well, I, I keep it vegetarian, so I'm not oh, okay. eating any of the meat <laughs> that go. they peddle out there. Uh, but... You know, you're you're 100% right about all this being ridiculous. And I, one thing I could say again, but not the point I wanted to make is just, you know, get ready for either twice as much ridiculousness or either half as much ridiculousness in a few days when election, election results start coming in. You know, if none of this makes any sense, get ready for it to be twice as worse or either half as worse, because this is priming in one way or another for it to be better or worse. Um, and oh, the Democrats aren't the Democrats will lose huge in eight days, but they're not gonna stop. They're not so gonna get stop. so just get ready for the most ridiculous, more excuses, either twice as weird as these or half as weird as them. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but, um, prepare yourself, um, yeah, mentally. What I, what I really want, what I want you to do, and every one of these my listeners to do, is I want you to keep track because I can't keep track of everything, there are too many races going on. Keep track of how many Democrats who lose say it wasn't fair. OK, the same people say the Republicans are the ones who always question election integrity. We know that's not true. We know that Hillary Clinton did. And we know that 
We know that uh, Stacey Abrams did. So we know it's all bullshit. But I want to keep track because a lot of Democrats are going to lose this time. How many Democrats say in one way or another it wasn't a fair election? That's, that's what I want to keep track of. I want to write that down. I want to write and, and something I've kind of been – will do, brother. You know, loud, heard loud and clear. Yeah, if you hear it anywhere. Oh, if, you hear, if you hear Beto O'Rourke saying, you know <laughs> – um, Abbott, fixed it. Abbott fixed the election or it wasn't fair or, or, you know, the voting lines are too big or, you know, the bullshit they come up with. I, I, I want to hear about it. I want to hear about it. Oh, yeah. do I hear from Beto O'Rourke, brother? He's <laughs> his people are constantly texting me. I'm in Texas. It's, uh, and, you know, it's so funny. I always reply with the same thing. I say, will he be honest about his family's real estate corruption? And you know what response I get? What? Thank you for your time. Sorry. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's also not the point I wanted to make. Um, I kind of wanted to end um, my thoughts on a high note and um, without taking another bong rip. Um, but basically, you know, when when the mainstream media and the New World Order, whatever you want to call them, when Supreme Evil is coming up with absurd headlines, um, what I do for my own sanity is I try to come up with another one equally as absurd but positive so in that sense maybe we can say about all this absurdity going around the pelosi's house maybe somebody in san francisco finally realized there were war criminals and decided to do something about it maybe if in my hopeful positive you know projection Somebody in San Francisco realized Nancy Pelosi and his and her trash husband were war criminals and decided to do something. Well, this is also part of the <laughs> I like to call it, I like to be very politically correct and call it the pussyfication. <laughs> the pussyfication <laughs> of America. I like I'm very woke. You cheat, oh, you know I'm very I'm a very woke guy. So I want You to can only say that if you're wearing the hat. Yeah, I want to call it the pussyfication of America where they don't understand that, you know, there is also this general feeling from people that, you know, these are wealthy people who live off us, who get rich off us, who don't care about us as we, mm-hmm. as we, as we suffer and decline, they get wealthier and wealthier. And we're not supposed to have any anger towards them whatsoever. No anger. Maybe this guy was just rightfully angry. Maybe he was rightfully angry. Oh, no, you can't be rightfully angry. You must you must be in your place, Mr. Peasant. You must be in your place, Mr. and Mrs. Surf. This is the pussification of America. This used to happen in the 60s all the time, 10 times worse than this. And people said, well, you know what? These people have a right to be angry. Let's change the system. Well, they never changed the system, and it just got worse. And over the last three years, it's been worse than ever before. People have a right to be angry. You know what? The, the job of these people is to make us not angry anymore. Make us not angry anymore. The fruits and vegetables, the fruits, vegetables, food and sustenance shouldn't cost half of our paychecks. But when will the American people say enough is enough? Well, you know what? Like I said, they could be starting and it might not be in ways that these people want it to happen. The wealthy and the elitists want it to be this way. They don't want it to be this way, but they've unfortunately created a world, a society in which people get very, very angry. And I have a lot of anger built up, and rightfully so. And sometimes they'll take it out in ways that are untowards, that are not as civilized as they should be. But it's up to the people in power to to stop that, to do the right thing for once, to be moral and ethical for once. But I think I'm asking too much, aren't I? No, I I think when um, 
however you want to define them, you know, because as people get older, they define things different ways. But from what people understand as boomers, um, you know, when the older generations start having to drive for Uber and things like that because they can't afford retirement, um, they might realize they've made a mistake for what they've been voting for and pushing either way. And Republican remember, or Democrat. This happens to right wing too. You just don't, when this happens to I mean. right winger, red like, or like blue, Steve, right? When it happens to like Steve, Steve Scalise and his Republican friends, and the shooters of Bernie Crat, or it happens to Rand Paul and his left wing neighbor beats the shit out of him, and all that stuff. You don't really hear about that from the left wing media, but it happens to both sides. It happens to all politicians because people are just starting to like get angry. People are just starting to get a little upset with being treated like shit all the time. Yeah, I, I really love bringing up, um, you know, food and water costs um, to my friends that talk about the Ukraine war because it just really hits a, you know, cognitive dissonance about, well, $60 billion to Ukraine could have maybe gone to subsidizing your inflated food and vegetable costs if the government viewed you as a human that needed food and vegetables. Right. And their brain fries. Exactly. doesn't matter what they vote for. Exactly. So... These are revolutionary times, but um, they've been that way, in my opinion, for a while. Um, it's just the poisoning, the brainwashing, and all that good stuff in our food and water and media that has kept the collective psyche of Western society at a at a at a frog's level. Let's put it that way. Yeah, exactly. They want us to die in the boiling water, and we will if we decide to stay poisoned, brainwashed and hypnotized and never say enough is enough. But me personally, I try my best every single goddamn day to tell everybody in my life that I know that Nancy Pelosi, her, her cohort, red and blue, because she's war criminals with George Bush, are evil. And that's what this is all about. Stay away from the evil side, whether it's easy for you or not, whether it pays your checks or not. Um, there's, I, I just can't explain it beyond that. And if people can't get, you know, good and evil and whatnot, that just tells me they're cut off. They're not healthy. Hey, you know, I, just... I, 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 you just reminded me, I was going to maybe I'll talk a little bit later or tomorrow, actually, on the show about about the uh, the Brazilian election where Lula beat Bolsonaro. I, I don't necessarily think that's going to work out uh, for, for Brazil, um, but. It might. Who knows? I don't know their dynamics. All I know is that Lula came out today and said something that made a lot of sense. He said that, yes, Putin should not have invaded Ukraine. He said Zelensky and, and the Western world is equally um, at fault for it, for constantly, constantly, constantly pushing NATO's expansion and constantly shoving this in the face of Vladimir Putin. And they are equally uh, for instigating it. They're equally responsible. How many politicians have said that? Ah. <sighs> all the anti-war ones, but then they all lost their minds over shots. So I can't defend them anymore. But I would <laughs> say, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would, I would say that during, you know, t um, because Ukraine has been a melting pot, like a pressure cooker. And I would, um, and I love my older brother to death and I don't care what he decides to do with his life. I always will, because he's one of the first people to show me some of this media and, you know, just counter opinions and whatnot. But there's a movie by Nicolas Cage, actually, of all people, um, called Lord of War. And there's a scene in that movie where they literally um, have Ukraine drawn out with uh, cocaine and they're doing drugs, but 
there's you can see Ukraine drawn out of the cocaine in the scene, and they're talking about how when war pops off in this country, they never say the country, but you can clearly see the drawing. They say, "We're set for life. We're done. This is good. This is a this is an arms dealer's um, wet dream." to have war pop off in Ukraine. And this movie came out in 2005. Yeah. I have to say, you know, I have Nicholas Cage has done so many, so many like movies that considered like a B movies, you know, that, but some of them mm-hmm. are pretty good when you finally see them, but they didn't do well with the box office, you know, but I have to see that. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Because, um, and this is coming into light. Um, my brother showed me this. I, th- I think he showed me this. I was way too young to be watching a movie about this, but bless his heart. He showed me anyways. <laughs> Um, I think I was still in high school, honestly, when he showed me this movie, but it's in the news again because this is the person that they want to trade for the basketball player. Um, That's why this person's in the news again. The arms dealer that Nicolas Cage plays in this movie, um, Russia currently wants to trade that person for the, the WNBA player that they just abducted right, or whatever right 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 what's going what's going on with that we're just letting her rot there <sighs> you know i've talked to some friends about this and like i said i've been taking bong rips in texas since 2011 so um my friends and i know a little bit about um that and what she got caught up for and it's absolutely ridiculous mike that all this is going on over nine dollars worth of drugs yeah of course of course it is. I mean, it's just, it's just, she was just, she was just arrested. So she could, we, they could have someone to trade for someone very dangerous. That's the whole idea. You know, you find someone who's done basically nothing, a small, small crime and you keep her there and you force another country to release someone who's much more a political prisoner is much more dangerous. That's the problem. It's not, it wouldn't be a fair trade, but I really feel bad for her. I really do. This is, this is why war has to pop off. So arms right. deal. And, and this is the full circle third rail that, um, I apologize um, if this may not be some, and it's not pizza, I promise, but it's the full circle that a lot of American journalists and even podcasters and whatnot, rightfully so, um, for all the obvious reasons, but bringing it full circle, war has to pop off in these places. So arms deals can, arms deals, energy, food, water, emergency aid can start popping off. This is Iraq all over again. And this is how senators, Congress people, and even, you know, Hunter Biden get their jobs in these countries. Like when we start sending money to them, these corporations in these countries have to start hiring people. And guess who conveniently their resumes land on their desks? Yeah. And that's what the American media will never tell you. And I'm willing to put my life on a cross to tell that to every person I know. Well, go, go enjoy your Taco Bell and your bong. I'm going to go to Daniel here. Th- thanks, Uwe. I appreciate the call. Thanks. Likewise, brother. Peace. <laughs> All right. Peace, buddy. All right, Daniel. Taking hits to the bong and eating Taco Bell? I don't think so. You are. There you are. Yeah. Here I yeah. am. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what to say about the, the Pelosi situation other than um, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, appear that we are getting um, anywhere near the the um, the whole truth. Um, it could very well be that um, this this nut job, you know, somehow just uh, caught them on a very strange night when uh, they had no security detail, and uh, he broke in, and 
he uh you know he's he's sitting around uh just jawing with uh, pelosi for a while uh, pelosi maybe is is charming and was was able to disarm his uh, some of his hostility in a way the police arrive uh, uh, the, the, he panics and when he sees the police he gets into a little bit of a fight he hits him in the head with a hammer or whatever it, it could have all happened Daniel you should way. work for the Democrats that's great I love it you should work for the yeah. Democrats it, it, it could have all happened that way, but even if it did happen that way, what does what this, what, what this incident tell us more than anything else? Um, it just stresses what has happened in democratic cities like our San Francisco. Well, we know San Francisco. I know, I know a lot of people are trying to make that point that San Francisco is not safe. We certainly didn't need this to happen to know that San Francisco and Democrat-run cities aren't safe. But once again, I don't, I've already gone through the details for an hour, but okay. you could, Once again, you can excuse – you can excuse one inconsist one weirdness, one inconsistency. Like there's no security. The security guy was off for the night. He was uh, on vacation. He had COVID. But then the whole idea of, of no alarm system when he breaks in. I mean, it, does, it doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Oh, what? What? Paul Pelosi was drunk. He, he didn't turn the alarm system on. Uh, come on. There's just too many. In other words, there are too many levels of security. He'd have to go through for this to get to the point where it happened. It doesn't make any sense. Whether there's a thread that makes sense or not, I'm not all that interested in that. What I'm interested in more in the fact is the fact that it's Democrat policies that have created this um, sense of lawlessness and this spike in crime in, in the city. And and you know that I've experienced it a number of times and I've, I've called in on nights when, when having experiences and talked about it on those, you know, within minutes of having experienced um, crime in this neighborhood. Um, and I live near the marina. And um, but what I'm what I'm more interested in is is, is that. That 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 is, is led to this spike in crime, and that the Pelosi seem to be getting a treatment that uh, most of us that are victims of crime in, in San Francisco are not getting. Um, I, I don't this, get wellness guy, I don't get wellness check. Do you? You know. Yeah, yeah. This this guy this guy is locked up now. Um, if it was any one of the rest of us, he might have been out on some cashless uh, um, bond, and, and he wouldn't have uh, been charged with this litany of crimes. That oh, there's no doubt with. about that. There's no and, doubt about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, and it just shows this this two tiered nature of of of, um, of law and justice. And on top of it, it's it's showing how you know these these people crazy policies are coming back to bite them themselves and in, in the ass. And that's that's a big enough lesson um, to be learned that uh, from from this incident and. You know, whether it turns out that um, that uh, any of these more um, sinister sort of of, of uh, notions that have people been floating with respect to Pelosi and and Pape and um, and and the security detail, you know, which you're right. I mean, it just doesn't make doesn't make sense um, whether then it ends up to be whether any any of that ends up being true as, as well. You know, that that's. It's almost it's almost in some ways secondary um, to, to the rest of this, to the rest of those other two things. Um, but people like Pelosi's, you know, they get preferential treatment their whole lives. And he did starting very early in his life. He got some very serious preferential treatment. He was involved in an accident in a sports car when he was a sophomore in high school and he killed his brother in that accident. What would, what did he get? He get a slap on the wrist, a misdemeanor charge mm -hmm. for a wrongful mm -hmm. death. Right. And, and, and what's he do for the rest of his life? It looks like he, he's, he's been driving drunk. Yep. Th yep. This, this is a person that has been given 
serious, serious uh, um, uh, um, preferential treatment his entire life. And, and here he's attacked. And once again, he's given preferential treatment. Well, also, the point you're making also is a bigger point that I, I talked about recently is that there's, there's like a, just a, a lot of weird stuff that happens with this guy, right? Yeah. Odd stuff happens with this guy. What is, is he a magnet for this stuff? It's just odd. It's very odd. It really is. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not that much of a stretch to say he might know some unsavory characters. It's not that much of a stretch. It really isn't. You know? well, yeah. And like I said, I, I, I you know, it, it's, there's a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of obvious unanswered questions. The fact that uh, our so-called journalists don't seem to really care um, in, in the same way they didn't seem to care, you know, who was that third passenger or that, that passenger with them in his car when he, that he um, uh, wrecked uh, recently and while he was DUIing, um, you know, are there are journalists think you mean if, if it was you or I that uh, was involved in the DUI and they were reporting on this incident, you can be damn sure they were reporting on everyone that was in the car. Well, also, you, that, that you, you bring up a third person. There was some reports for a while that there was a third person in that house on Friday night. Then they say yeah. oh, no, there was no third person. You know, see, that's what I mean about these inconsistencies in these reports. There was a third person supposedly that left the police in. Then they said the day after that, oh, no, there was no third person. So was there or was there not? Why did they say there was when there wasn't? See, it, it, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's too many. There are too many inconsistencies. There are too many holes. And the biggest problem of all this is that the, the media, as usual, are out to sleep, out to lunch, not asking any of these questions that I've asked over the last hour on this show. It's really well, simple. Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. These these questions and these inconsistencies are out there um, primarily because our, our journalists uh, do such a shitty, shitty job. Right. I mean, it's I mean, how how can you do a job like this so poorly? I mean, no. that this these these are simple questions. I mean, you know how, who gets to the bottom guy... of this? You know who would get to the bottom of this? Dirty Harry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Callahan would get to the bottom of this quick. Um, <laughs> that would make his day. Make his day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make my make mine too. If you got if to the there's one thing this. dirty, if there's one thing Harry hated was corrupt politicians who lie. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm content to to wait for the for the truth to come out as long as it does come out. Um, I'm content to to wait a, a, as much time as the as uh, we would have to to wait if it was any one of the rest of us involved in this. So, so, but um, it's it's taught us a bunch of lessons in the meantime, and none of them. Yeah, but bode in the, well the, the, the media is going to use it to try to make Republicans look bad for the next week. You know that, and that was so. disgusting. The fact that they're doing this—I mean, they're still talking about um, this guy who was recently convicted of killing how many people was it? And and uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, the the parade, the parade. Yeah, the um, yeah. what was the name? Washaka, Washaka, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, this guy is convicted, and they're still referring to 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 as as though a black SUV just happened to have plowed through there. There's no driver, you know. And, uh, and and this guy was obviously radicalized. And the guy that that um, uh, killed with another motor vehicle that uh, young that young man who I guess was like a senior in high school. And he and the reason that he gave for killing him was that he thought he was ex he was an extreme uh, um, Republican. Yep. And yep. and and wait, I mean, how many cases of this have we had? You know, like this over the last few years. 
and, and, and for, for, for the media to jump on this and try to connect it with right wingers when, you know, this, this guy was obviously nuts. And, and, and if he was politically on, on one side of the spectrum, it was definitely on somewhere on the left. I mean, the guy's all over the place indicating that he is nuts. But if you're going to put him, you know, someplace relative to center, it was left. Well, you know, that once again, the, the, the claim, as Cheech said, is that he was left. But then he read some some proper. It's, it's, so, it's so ridiculous because if you're left, if you're as left as this guy seemingly was, you hate everything about conservatives. You hate everything about Republicans. You're not going to all of a sudden read something and all of a sudden it change you from an extreme lefty to an extreme righty. I mean, how fucking ridiculous is that? It really and, is. And, and if it did, and if he did read something, it would just illustrate all the more that this guy was not motivated by politics. He was just a volatile individual with serious psychiatric problems. Well, that's the problem. That's, that's basically the underlying problem with all of these people who do these things. It's exactly. really, it's really never about politics. It's more about, it's more about mental health than anything else. You know. Oh, unless you believe the uh, stochastic, stochastic terrorism thing that the left is trying to float. <laughs> right. But that, that's, see, once again, just the original idea. That but but the happened. only stochastic terrorists are, are, are always right wing, according once to Once again, the, the, the point I make is that, that, that this happened just so, you know, it just happened to happen uh, coincidentally a week and a half before an election in which Pelosi's side is going to get creamed is, is just a little suspect to begin with. It's a little suspect to begin with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, there's there, there's a lot of things that, that are suspect, but um, you know, other than the two things I mentioned, the only thing that that really really concerns me, besides you know having the story eventually come out, um, is is just you know th- this is somebody that's th- that's third in line to the presidency, and yeah. somehow somebody just waltzed into the backyard and got in the house. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah, yeah, I doubt you. Yeah. How, how, how the heck does that happen? Daniel, show me the video. Go to the, what, what, I'm the not sure that the video, video, I'm not sure that just the video is going to answer enough questions. It'll at least show the fucking guy breaking in. It'll at least show the guy breaking the window. It, can you at least give me that much video? Show me yeah, the guy it, breaking in to the window. There had to yeah, be five cameras above that window. Yeah, it's still gonna, not going to answer the important questions of how did this guy waltz into the backyard, break the window, and get in? I mean, this is just this is just crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, Daniel, I, 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 how how the hell would this guy even get into the backyard? Let alone you know, get Daniel, into you know the house. You know how he'd get into the house being invited. You know how he would really get into the house. You know what makes a lot of sense? The Paul Pelosi invited him in. That would make a lot of sense, actually. It seems that there is, uh, I read um, one um, posted um, document that um, after, after he was Mirandized and, uh, and the police took some, uh, um, um, what should I say, interviewed um, the pape. And uh, there is uh, some documents out there that recently I put up on Twitter um, in which uh, he says that he broke the window to enter. And that he was going to wait for, for Nancy to get home. Now the guy's deranged. It's it's what's he going to do? What's, on top of that, he, he apparently lets uh, Pelosi, Paul Pelosi, go into the bathroom, take a little bathroom break. Um, you know, the, the guys, the guy was nuts. 
whatever it's obvious that there's there's something wrong it was seriously wrong with this person you, you wouldn't even have to have known that he entered pelosi's house in the way that he did to to understand that there's something seriously wrong with this guy but he did enter pelosi's house and the big question is how the hell did that happen how did yeah. he get in the backyard how did he even open the gate to yeah. get in the backyard i mean how the fuck does that happen with somebody that's third in line for the presidency well or or other things happened that we don't that they're not telling us. I mean, obviously, like I said, there are too yeah, many. You know, no, other, the other things could, that could have happened are simply we have an incompetent security detail guarding guard, guarding people in this country that that need to be guarded. Otherwise, um, they can be compromised politically and endanger our entire country. Well, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If 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 I had if if this worked, if if this is the way the media is telling us it happened and the way the Democrats want us to believe it happened. Then Nancy Pelosi is the biggest fucking idiot moron asshole in the world and has and shouldn't be anywhere near the Speaker of the House and second in line to be president. If she has no security details, supposedly, which, once again, Harmie Dillon says she does. She tried to get in and she couldn't. So if, if they have no security, if there if there's no if no alarm goes off when their fucking front window is broken and the police aren't immediately called. If all these things are true, then Nancy Pelosi is the biggest moron to ever live and walk the face of the earth. But you know what? As much as I don't like her, I don't believe that's true. I believe she loves her husband, cares about her husband, and would even have that security on high alert even when she's not there. Okay? And uh, I, it doesn't make any sense. It's just it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make it does. I, I could run it through my head a million times and we could say, well, maybe the security detail wasn't there. They missed it. The alarm wasn't turned on. The alarm broke. It didn't work. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Like Harmeet Dillon said, she simply went there during the day, a lawyer dressed well to say, to hand papers to Mr. Pelosi and she could not get through the many layers of security. I don't buy the story. Well, you know what? I haven't checked to see if I won the lotto tonight. I got a ticket, and uh, there's a draw. Oh, you keep on, I, you keep on, you keep on doing that. I mean, it's such a, it's just, it was, what's the chances? Like one in seventy-five billion or some crazy thing? Yes. So, 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 so if that happens, then maybe you'll feel a little bit, bit, a little bit differently about if if I win, it, you'll feel a little differently about the, 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 you know, the possibility at least that um, all these, uh, this confluence of of unlikely events could have happened. That uh, resulted in uh, the official story um, that uh, that the media is trying to uh, to give us at this point. But but if I lose, yeah, you're going to be totally justified in questioning this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey, if you win, you might want to uh, you know give the Pelosi's a few bucks to improve their security system that they seem to not have. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah, and I might buy call in, and and uh, and, and and then you won't need to um, to uh, to uh, be sucking up to uh, David Sachs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. There yeah. you go. Or now my my newfound person to suck up to, Elon Musk. That's my new. That's my new. That's my new thing. That's my, <laughs> that's my new suck up job. Yeah. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll buy. I'll buy. I'll buy Twitter from uh, from from uh, uh, Musk for for a billion because by then it might it might be worth about that much. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, you did. Would you? Did you hear about this thing where he's going to? Possibly, once again, a lot of rumors going around. He has not confirmed this, but they're going to charge twenty bucks a month to get the blue check mark and other and other things. Would you do that? No, I wouldn't. But did you see the uh, the, the the tweet from Musk that said, "How about eight? <laughs> Is it, he said eight dollars. Is that what he said? 
Yeah, there was somebody that was complaining, and then he responded to them and said, how about eight? <laughs> you know, and, and Moron Mike writes him and says, I pay 20. He doesn't respond to me. I said, I pay 20. I pay 20 for the verification that I'm real. All these other perks that come with it, like editing your tweets and all that nonsense and news, news feeds without advertisements. And the fact that the guy just paid $44 million, billion for something worth $1.50, I'd give him 20 bucks a month. I would. Yeah. I, well, you know. For, I, bringing, I think, for bringing freedom to social media, I would give him 20 bucks a month. I would. Yeah. I think much of, much of the toxicity that is causing the internet to be a very, very, very dangerous place is due to anonymity. And it's my opinion that an anonymity has to come to an end. And I, um, and, and I think one of the things that should be done is that um, there should be a, um, a for, for example, every, every city should have a, at least one place where you can go in you give them a driver's license or your real ID or a birth certificate. They verify who you are. They give you a code. And the only way you can internet, have access to the Internet is by entering that code, which is checked by, by the, a main server that allows you to enter, enter, enter the Internet and have access to us. I, I think that we cannot tolerate anonymity well, any longer on, on the Internet. It is causing the, so much harm. Yeah, one of the greatest things about Musk one of the greatest things about Musk is um, Derek, if you Marco and Derek are saying things like, wow, and fuck Twitter. If you want to call in and talk about it, that's fine. That's good, too. But uh, uh, one of the good things about Musk is that at least he interacts with people and takes suggestions. Yeah, that's I know. Right, that, right that's there, a, that's a huge win for people. I mean, he, yeah, he actually it, like takes who, who was running Twitter before. We didn't know any of these people. These crazy names they had, Gade, Araguan. I don't know any of these. They sound like villains that have a Shakespeare play, Gade and Araguan. Those are the people who are running Twitter. But they didn't take suggestions from people. They didn't do any of that. Musk is doing that. Someone put up a poll, and the poll was, would you pay $20? And 80% said, I wouldn't pay anything. And Musk wrote, okay, that's interesting. Pete probably won't even do it now because so many people won't do it. But at least he's taking suggestions. You see? He's taking suggestions about how to improve it, how to improve this. And someone said maybe there should be a couple of different um, formats you can decide. The one that's format that's really that's that's like very sanitized and one that's more open forum. And he said that's a good idea, too. So he's taking suggestions from people. Even that's a win. I, why is anyone against that? Why? You're against it only if you're an authoritarian, power hungry bastard who wants to do everything your way. And that's called Democrats. Yeah, he's been extremely transparent. Have you ever seen a, a CEO or an, an owner of a large company like this being this transparent about what is going on to make a company um, um, either more profitable or or more responsible? Um, have you ever seen that happen before? I haven't. No, not at all. Not at all. You know, so so, you know, once again, this is infancy. It just happened a few days ago. We'll see where it goes. There's already talk about how he might not be able to do the thing where he can stop people from being suspended. I don't know why he couldn't stop that. You know, uh, I don't know. But it's it's it. We'll see what happens. But all I know in the early going is that Twitter's already and people are already saying it's a lot more fun. I don't know if it's just mind over matter and all of a sudden they think it's more fun now. But that's what people are saying. You know that it's it's, it's, it's the culture's already changed in seventy two hours. Once again, oh, I, don't I definitely. Know, I, you know, the, the only good thing about it are the left of these lefties saying, I'm leaving now. I'm le They give these speeches. You know, what it reminds me of I couldn't find the exact clip. Well, I found the clip and it was too long of a clockwork orange 
when Malcolm McDowell comes home after his treatment and he finds that guy living in his house with his parents and he realizes they don't want him there anymore. And he gives that big speech where he goes, that's it. I'm leaving now. You don't have to worry about me anymore. And that's what these <laughs> liberals are saying. It's like, go away. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You have to give a big fucking goodbye speech. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Get going. That's all. <laughs> you know, it's so ridiculous. It, 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 yeah, it, it's max of narcissism <laughs> to an extreme. To, to wait, think Stephen King said, freaking wait, cares. Stephen King, how much is Stephen King worth? How many millions is Stephen King worth? We don't even know. Millions and millions. We can probably look it up, but it's got to be. It's got to be tens, hundreds of millions of dollars. He said he wouldn't pay the twenty a month. He yeah. said he would leave. And I'm thinking. <laughs> I, I wrote to him. I said, Stephen, first of all, you can afford it. Second of all, why? That's only for the blue check mark. Why do you need the blue check mark to exist? Because you're a elitist prick. You have to have that blue check mark. I mean, is there another? Is there another? Is there another overrated, overpaid writer named Stephen King that you're worried that we're going to get mixed up between you and the other guy? I mean, this guy's politics are so far left, wacko, and he thinks he. Has, but once again, these elitists—they have to have that blue check mark. Elon Musk isn't saying you can't use Twitter. He's saying in order to get the blue check mark, you have to pay. Or if you already have that blue check mark. Which usually means because Twitter's remember Twitter's blue check mark system was not about verifying human beings, Daniel. It was a class system. It was a hierarchy system of saying you're more important if to us. You're more important yeah. to us if we yeah. give you that blue check mark. In other words, so Elon Musk is assuming, and his assumptions are probably right, that most people with that blue check mark can afford to pay twenty dollars a month. That's a big reason why he's doing it. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. blame him. I don't blame yeah. him. No, nobody that has been on Twitter and has that kind of money as Stephen King has is going to get off of Twitter because of 20 bucks. <laughs> right, exactly. If, if they saw value in being on Twitter and they got that kind of money, they're going to pay it. Yeah, exactly. So this this whole ridiculousness of they're so offended now. They're so offended that, oh, my God, they might have to pay 20 bucks a month to keep their blue check mark. To keep their distance so ridiculous. It's like, but you know, once again, it's only, and it's mostly the lefties who have said that because Elon Musk offends them so much now, bringing freedom of speech that how dare he charge them 20 bucks a month to, to stay on Twitter. But to, to, to keep, not some of it, not stay on Twitter, simply have the blue check mark. Twitter will always be free. Look, right now I'm paying the $4.99 that the old guard put in per month because it lets me, it, once again, the old guard put in a system called Twitter Blue which you have to pay $4.99 a month for. And they called it Twitter blue to fool people like me into thinking that that gives you a blue check mark. A lot of people assumed it was called Twitter blue because of the blue check mark. They did that on purpose to fool people. Okay. So now Elon Musk is simply being more transparent, saying it will mean a blue check mark. But I joined anyway because it lets you edit your tweet. It lets you edit your tweet for 30 minutes. And I said, oh, that's, a, that's a good feature. I'll, I'll pay five bucks a month for that feature. I tweet so much, I want to get it right. So I, it's a personal decision, but at least Elon Musk is being upfront about the whole thing. That's what I think. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Have a good night, Mike. Yeah, Daniel. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. You know, and I did say, I, I do want to be fair to the media. I said no one, I said no one in the media is asking any questions. Well, that's 99.999% true. There is someone who today asked Brooke Jenkins the exact same question I'm asking. And that's where was the security? Where was the security at Nancy Pelosi's compound? Where was it? Where Does, does it not exist? What happened to it? <clears throat> this is her answer, if you can hear it. Here we go. 
What I can tell you is that there was no security present and that he was able to break the window to a glass door to gain entry into the home. That doesn't answer the question. At least someone asked it, but she didn't answer the question of where was the security? Where was all of the security? Like, like Carmi Dillon said, she could not get through in the middle of the day, dressed nicely, a lawyer that everyone knows could not get to the, could not get to the front entrance. She had to give her, her papers to the security, which then handed it to Paul Pelosi. So where was that security? So in other words, are we to believe that Nancy Pelosi believes you need security in the middle of the day, but not in the middle of the night in San Francisco? She knows how dangerous it's gotten. She won't admit it, but she knows how dangerous it's gotten here. Her husband's home alone. He's 82. He's not 50. He's 82 years old. So where's the security? Bruno Jenkins didn't answer that. She said it wasn't there. The, 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 the reporter, I, I don't know her name. I wish I should. I should know the name. Asked how Paul Pelosi's attacker, alleged attacker, was able to access the home of someone so prominent. And all she said was there was no security there and he broke the window. So there was no security there. He broke the window. No alarm went off. No police arrived. You have to call the police in order to have the police come. There was no security system. There was no alarm that could be heard throughout that very quiet neighborhood. Woo, 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 like the way cars do, the way many people who don't make a, a, a hundredth of the money Nancy Pelosi has have in their homes here in San Francisco. There was none of that. None of it didn't exist. Okay, sure, sure. Okay. Then, like I said, Nancy Pelosi is the biggest asshole around dumbest person I've ever heard of. But I don't think that's true, as much as I don't like her. I just don't believe the story. Of course, the next question should have been, where's the video footage? What what is Brooke Jenkins then going to say? There's no video footage? There's no cameras? Nancy Pelosi has no cameras around her estate? No cameras. Nothing. A a bodega has the camera, but Nancy Pelosi's estate has no cameras. Is Is that the next answer? Show me the evidence. Show me the evidence. Show me the video. There was a guy growing up in New York. His name was Warner Wolf. And he would say, let's go to the video. He was a sports guy. Let's go to the videotape. Well, I want to go to the videotape. Where is it? Show it to me. Show it to me. I guess not. I don't know. But that's where we are right now. And I don't understand it. I don't understand what's going on. And I'll never believe the story until they prove me wrong. And they're going to have to prove me wrong. That's the way it goes. All right. I think we're going to end the show on that note. Um, I think we had a... You know what? Before we end the show, was there anything else I wanted to mention? No, that's it. I think we've we've gone on for a pretty long time here, especially for a Monday show. Usually we don't call this long on a Monday show. But we'll talk more about this tomorrow, and we'll talk more about the election. We'll be one week away, exactly seven days away. So we'll talk more about the election. Remember, this show airs Monday. To Friday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. on the other side of the pond. Uh, I'm Micah Chopley. The show is in Let's Be Heard. And the show is in Let's Be Heard. <laughs> and remember, always remember, this, this, this tagline is only going to be good for another week. Vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. That's here tomorrow night.